a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Bell Babies. Before we get started on this episode, we just want you guys to know about one thing. We're excited. This We're is, excited. This is excited. Yeah. This is um, uh, a product called Gainful. Yeah, we're partnering up with uh, Gainful. Uh, it, we, we talk about protein powder. We talk about protein all the time and how you can get it and how you can get the right stuff. And, and you guys ask us about it a yeah, lot, too. Yeah, we what get the we emails. Recommend. We, you know, we, we get the questions. We get the Twitters, all that stuff, the tweets. Um, and when we get those... Uh, it's hard for us on a regular basis to actually answer for uh, answer it without being just kind of broad. Right. You know, take some protein powder. Make sure you're getting enough protein. Make sure it's the right protein. Make sure all this stuff. And then you ask questions about what if I'm vegan? What if I'm uh, keto? Any of that stuff. We don't have the time or the technology to go to each one of your houses no. and tell you exactly what you should be taking. But, but. gainful has that they solved the ability. They solved it. They really have. Because, you know, protein is such an important part of uh, your lifestyle, and we've said it, uh, especially if you're working out, just so you're making sure you're getting enough protein in your daily uh, caloric intake. Right. It's hard to get it with food. So you need a protein supplement, and Gainful has figured out how to make it personal for you. Yeah. If you're trying to build muscle, if you're trying to lose weight, or you're just trying to keep your nutrition on track, they will help you because you take a quick personalized test. Yeah. So they've got this online quiz. Eugene and I have both taken it. Really simple, but also really specific and nuanced. They ask you about what your goals are, what your body type is, gender, all those questions. Whatever you are, they have you covered 100%. And it is 100% personalized. Like, my, uh, I, I got mine and it's different. Even though me and, um, me and a Stanger are looking towards the same thing, the way we answered the questions, it made our proteins different. Yeah. Well, specifically Eugene is keto right now. Yeah. And so he has an actual keto protein that they, that they individualized for him. It's got his name on it. No joke. My name is on it. Ryan's <laughs> name is on his. Yeah. It is nice. It's nice to have a bag of protein and the packaging. It's not just a big drum. No, it's so, so it comes in like this beautiful bag. It's got your name on it. And then here's what I love about it. Here's what I love too. Yeah. So we, you know, we talk a lot about does it taste good? Is it, is it a good flavor? Yes. The Gainful stuff is absolutely delicious, but they've taken it to another level by in, including these flavor sticks. Now, the flavor sticks don't in, increase the, um, the uh, calor- like any of the calories too much. No. Uh, there's a little bit, obviously, um, so they can add the flavoring. But it, it stays within, if you're keto, if you're vegan, if you're um, you know, looking to maintain any of that stuff, if you have a, like a um, soy... Um, allergy, any of yeah, that stuff. Whatever they, your food the, intolerances are, even you're the covered. Flavor packs are covered, and uh, and and because they're individualized, the flavor packs you can put as much or as little of that flavor into each of your protein shakes. Yeah. So basically, you get a like your your protein blend, whatever it is for you, vegan, non-vegan, dairy, non-dairy, lactose intolerant, whatever it is for you, it's neutral. Okay, so you can add that to your protein shake make it a smoothie with fruit and berries, whatever you want, or you can just go straight water and add a flavor stick. Yes. And so they have all kinds of different flavors for flavor, uh, for flavor sticks. I yeah. use cookies and cream. I use cafe mocha. Yeah. But and- then they also did send me a peanut butter one, which I will order. But the, the great thing is, and we're going to say this again, is the protein itself is unflavored. So, you know, the issue that you get with those big jugs is that you have to stick to 
cookies and cream for 30 servings or more. For a year. Yeah. <laughs> but this one, you get the flavor stick, so it's like, hey, you want a little strawberry today? You do that. You want cookies and cream today? You do that. Yes. You want chocolate? You do the chocolate. But you're still getting the great quality protein um, with the different flavors, different that you flavors. Want. Yes, you don't have to commit to a, a huge drum. It's like Jaws. Remember how they're sh- they're like trying to attach those barrels to Jaws? Yeah, horrible. Yeah. Um, and also, one other thing that you might not know is that with Gainful, they give you a free, unlimited one-on-one access with your own registered dietitian. So that's cool, right, guys? That would be so awesome. So make sure that you. Um, follow us and follow this as we talk about one more aspect of this. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to get your own personalized protein powder, go to Gainful and you will get $15 off your first month of personalized protein powder, but only if you go to gainful.com slash dumbbells. That's G A I N. F-U-L.com slash dumbbells for your $15 off your first uh, order. Yeah. Gainful.com slash dumbbells and get $15 off your first month. Yeah. Let's take care of this, guys. Please do it. It'll help you. It'll help us. Gainful. Yeah. Treat yourself. The Personal Fitness Podcast, where we are me, Joe Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger. Have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind we're not doctors, never claim to be. No. Guys, come on. Just a couple of dumbbells. Love ourselves with fitness. Want to help you with yours? And help can start right now. Now, now it starts. Now it starts. Now a it little, starts with our guest. With our guest. Who came in hot. Came in hot, running in here. Sprinting in. Sprinting in. (laughs) After a workout, I think, already. Yeah. Yeah. He just came from a workout and still kept the heart rate up for a different reason, but still all good. Listen, the... I hate, I had told you this before. I, being late is the thing that stresses me out most. I was zooming down the 101 oh, to get here. Oh, no. And I truly had, I was like holding my phone, shaking, looking at the Google Maps. And I was like, there were twice, two moments where I cut someone off on the 101 where I was like, well, that was a close call. And then I had to be like, Joel. This is a podcast. I, <laughs> I was know. like, and I was like, I respect you both so much. I don't want that to sound like I don't respect you, but I had to like, I, get I was it. like, take your foot off the gas pedal because if you die trying to get to a podcast, podcast. that's yeah. sad. Yeah, people, that's sad. It people is would sad. be mad at us. Yeah. yeah. Like, what kind <laughs> of people pressure are you putting <laughs> on this guy? Joe Kim Booster, everybody. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. We're, you know, we you, killed Joel Kim Booster. Yeah, we yeah. robbed the world of. We robbed the, him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, man, I hate to think JKB of you Russian like that. You don't go by JKB. Uh, actually, people do? do call me that. People call me a lot of different JK. No, JK is a little bit too yeah, much. A little on the nose. Yeah. Um, JB, with, with the professional. K- JB, JB, never got JB. KB, no. Just JKB. I get a lot of Booster. I get uh-huh. a lot. Oh, that's of, cool. I get a lot of Joel Kim. Yeah. I get a lot of JKB. Joel um, Kim feels a little bit too on the nose too. Doesn't Joel it? Kim <laughs> is a recent thing, and it's weird. It's only because like I think people meet the people are confused because I go by professionally Joel Kim Booster. Yes, and people don't know if Kim is part of the last name or part of like you know like a southern you know like, like Joe Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah like Bob. Uh, Bob Forrest or you know Got John it. John John you know they think that John Robert or there's something like either that. a hyphenate. 
In the first part or the last yeah. part? Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is I think hyphens are ugly because, and so I don't, it <laughs> is more so Kim is part of the last name, but legally it is my middle name. I have Got two it. middle names. It's your mom's maiden name. Well, no, Whoops. it is. So, um, my full legal name is Joel Alexander Kim Booster. Oh my God. There's so many squirrels. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I've yeah. never seen it like this It's before. crazy. Anyways. Um, and Kim, so I'm adopted and okay. I was born in Korea and my birth surname is Kim. And so my parents has sort of like an homage uh-huh, uh-huh. added that into the mix in the middle. And then when I started working professionally, I just added that on. Um, cause I knew I could you didn't smell, wanna, you didn't I could add- smell which way that the industry was going. Yeah. And booster <laughs> doesn't scream what I needed to scream yeah. on, the, on the page, you yeah. know? Um, so, and, and just going by Kim booster would have been so everything. confusing. Yeah. You know, what's wild is that when I got, when I got out of theater school in uh, college, I was going to drop booster instead and just go Joel Kim. Him. Yeah. Um, and I'm so glad I, cause I was like, Booster is such a weird last name. It's and such it, a cool last name. I, I know. It. And I didn't, I didn't appreciate it at the time. Yeah. And now I, and now I really do because it is, it's brought me a lot of joy. It's cool. There's a lot of like rocket boosters are cool. Rocket boosters is a big one. Rocket I used to love boosters bo- is a great one. Yeah. I used to love booster chairs. Oh, booster yeah. seat. Yeah. Booster, booster seat. Yeah, yeah. Like the little thing where booster it, shots. If you're not uh-huh. an anti-vaxxer, if you're not, uh, if you're not one of those, <laughs> Shout out to the Andy Baxters out there. Yeah. Sorry about that. Jessica Beale. Hey, drawing a line in the sand. Oh my God. And listen, freaking the everybody. Pokemon out. evolution from <laughs> Jenny McCarthy into <laughs> Jessica Beale. What you, is the final form, what I is wonder? What's happening? Yeah. It is wild. Here I am with a weirdo drawing oh a line in the sand. Uh, honest products. She's got honest products. Right? <sighs> no, 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 no. That's, 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 your, that's Alba. Alba. And Alba's, I think Alba's a vaccinator. I think, I think Alba's kids all are, yeah. they're they're all, are healthy. Yeah, they're all safe from measles. Let's it was such a sad thing to see, because Beale had a real chance at a comeback there with oh. The Sinner. It was I, so good. Was I, it? it I was, she was it. really, really good in it. And like, it was like. Was that the USA show? Yeah. Yeah. With the, I like the song. Was so. it USA or TNT? I it actually, it's, it's hard to, for me to keep those two apart these days. In the era of everything is streaming, I never yeah. find anything And on in the, the era where everything days. is going to just be one conglomerate of Ugh. streaming platforms. That's the, when I was, I love the Marvel movies. I love the MCU. I was watching Endgame and I was like the whole time I was like, I'm so glad this exists. And now we can, but it's also so scary. It's so scary that it's able to exist yeah. because just I kept be, and the industry has rotted my brain because I was like the contracts to get all of these people back and how the legal machinations of making sure that all of these people could come in and do one day of shooting. It's really like Did you see the thing the, about the, Gwyneth going like, wait, I was in, in Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Yeah. Huh? It's yeah. She has no idea. She's just like showing up to days of work. My favorite thing is Lupita's agents were like, no, <laughs> Lupita has a, an off-Broadway play. <laughs> she I, must be wow. doing it. She can't be she there can't for the Avengers. Be in Avengers. The real award winner should be the uh, line producer. For yeah. Sure. Right. Getting everybody in there. Getting everybody in there. Also, like, um, for them to pretend that they are all friends for that one day. Yeah. It's pretty the, impressive. Getting, the, getting those, like, uh, the all-lady lunch. You know that they were uh, all like, all right, <laughs> Zoe Saldana, come out of your trailer. We got to take yeah, a picture yeah. of you guys having lunch together. Can you guys have a lunch real fast, real fast? Just no. for the pick. Real quick now for the pick. I want to know how much money Natalie Portman got to do one, truly one scene of her f- so far away talking to a bunch of, of like, handmaidens. In, uh, yeah. Because the other... 
other stuff, the stuff where she's like waking up in the room, that's B-roll from the second Thor movie. Oh, really? She oh, didn't wow. even, she, that wasn't even stuff that she came <gasps> in and reshot. Do that they is have recycled to pay her to stuff. Use that? I have, I have to believe, oh, I have to believe that yes. she got paid something for that. Like if I'm getting 15 cents for my one appearance on At Midnight, there's no <laughs> way that Natalie Portman isn't getting paid something for that shot. I mean, Natalie Portman's getting paid for her Moby book now. Oh my God. That's her book now. Yeah. That book is all about her now. Moby came out looking bad, right? I Moby mean, came out looking like a, a fucking world. creep. And then to be like, I've got receipts and it's a shirtless pic of you standing next to a terrified looking <laughs> oh, Natalie Portman who's yeah. 19. Yeah, all the pic- there was like three pictures and they're all just kind of in the room and she always just looks like she doesn't want to be there. It it's like, it's such like he's creeping out of a corner to get into yeah, the pic and it's then such running a away. Familiar, like, Here's have, the smoking gun. It's just if like, you're close no. to any woman, you know that look. Like you're like that's not a look of like affection or love. That yeah. is a look of like I should just do that. I should just you know that shut up and think de- of the queen. You delete know, delete the picture yeah. stuff. God where damn. you're like, oh, she didn't want to go to prom with no, me. No, no, yeah. no. That was wild. Wow, him, him doubling down. She's a liar. I have the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking Moby. Just yeah. take the L, dude. Just yeah. take the L. Hang out in your fucking MTV Cribs loft yeah. in New York from 96 <laughs> and yeah. relax. Get on the roof. I remember the roof of that being such a big deal. I got, yeah, roofs His, and yeah. the city were great. Um, yeah. Oh, so she was only there for one day, Natalie Portman, to yeah, shoot one that. Crush it. One day. That's it. And then how confusing, because you, I wonder how, like, did Evangeline Lilly read the entire Endgame script, the Infinity War and Endgame script, and that just for those few scenes that she has, you know, because, like, it does make you wonder, like, she's, like, she was there for probably a couple days, and she was like, what's going on? What are we doing? (laughs) Well, I also don't feel like they all got the full scripts. Oh, yeah, I'm sure probably not. They just got their pages. Little pieces. Yeah. And then yeah, those they're... Russo brothers came in and said, this is this is what's happening. Yeah. This is what you should Oh, this isn't the first one, not the second one. Oh. Oh, yeah. Because they shot both of those back to back, right? Yeah. And they're not, they're not shooting sequentially. They're shooting no. all right. over. They're block, and they also shot, shooting stuff. And... They shot that before they shot Captain Marvel, too. So right. she had no fucking clue like what her personality was uh, or anything, really. Yeah, it's Oh, tough. you mean for the movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> hi, Joel Kim Booster. Hi. I love that we just got straight into Marvel stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right out the not, gate. man? It's in the cultural conversation. Yeah, right it now. really is. It is so weird how, I mean, I grew up reading comic books and being like an all of this shit. And it is so funny how we all grew up with this victim complex about it. And we still hold on to that. Or I still see it online. Of and it's like and yet we own everything like it's just I know it's there's it's the the cult, pop culture is like nerd culture now yeah. you can't get away from it it's crazy it's crazy and we should be happy about it and yet We're so not. many people aren't <laughs> people are still so upset about Endgame yeah and all of that stuff no, Wait, I, really? I think by and large people loved you think it. they did yeah I think yeah. so you think everybody just went like I love Fat Thor. That yeah, was that, tough. There was a couple I, think pieces written on that. I well, it, they committed I, to. It. I, I read. I that. read some stuff. The the only argument that I found really persuasive was that I did sort of shit on the character development from Ragnarok. 
like all of this stuff, even, and with, um, Valkyrie too, like her whole thing was like, I didn't want to lead. I didn't want to be a lead, like all of this stuff. And then they make her, you know, and it was just like, they sort of just undid all of that stuff that Taika ended up doing. And that's sort of the bummer, I think. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I mean, I think that Ragnarok was like a fresher take on it. Yes, absolutely. Ragnarok was fucking awesome. One of the best ones. Yeah. I enjoyed it more than Endgame for sure. Sure. Endgame wasn't a movie though. Endgame was just sort of like a series of like very like like satisfying events. Like, events yeah, that yeah, like yeah. were only sort of connected to one another. And it was like a comic book where you just flip yeah. to the pages that you like. Well, and like, that's I mean that's the thing that I loved about comic books growing up was yeah. continuity. I loved like yeah. the I was a big DC kid growing up and still am. I mostly like have like, I truly have like a thousand DC comic books at home and most of, and like the continuity in DC is so fucked up because in the eighties they kept like doing different things to like fuck it up. And it was just so fascinating. I love that. Like the puzzle of that. Yeah. And Wait, so, Superman wasn't from Krypton. Yeah, there yeah. were no, Earth he was. one and earth two yeah. and like all of this and different shit. Died. Crisis and then on then infinite earth. Here's and, the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of earths. Yeah. So we're going to, we're covered. Earth one. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't, I mean, for Mar- like Marvel stuff is fine. I get like a little burned on, burned out on it. I mean, they're obviously good. I get why people like them, but, um, I was just c- kind of watching some of the, uh, Nolan dark Knight stuff mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh man, this is a lot. Yeah. This is a lot. There's a lot more layers there. A lot you know, more going on. And just like the look of it, everything in Marvel looks really sterile to me. Well, they, they have a house style. And that's yeah. the weird thing about bringing, they've been bringing in these indie directors. Like the, the director, the two directors for Captain Marvel are these like, the last movies they did were these like little, very tiny, very little scene like indie movies. And yet, and then they don't really let them do. No. Or have, that's, I mean, that's I think why Ragnarok worked so well. It's like Taika really did get away with doing a, a lot more yeah. than I think they they've let other directors. Yeah. It's the first do. one that had a different color palette. Yeah. It didn't have you know, it had like some like neons and some interesting stuff on it's that fun. planet. The like th- all I, the other ones are the same color wheel. The thing I struggle with, with the Marvel movies in the later, the, especially the later Marvel movies. And maybe it's just cause it's everywhere now, but it's the comedy. The comedy is hard. Yeah. And that's oh, the yeah. thing with fat Thor that was, was rough is that I just, I think they're all, they all feel like they have to be funny now. Mm-hmm. And everybody's got to have a joke and they all have the same sense of humor. Yeah. It's literally like all the same kind of quippy jokes. That's why Aquaman was tough too. Cause Aquaman <laughs> was trying to be a Marvel movie. Yeah. Aqu- Aquaman was trying to be Thor. Um, yeah. But I think that's why Batista comes off so good in those movies. Uh, uh, from you know, from Guardians is because he's got his own style of sense of humor. So his shit's fucking yeah. seems funny as hell because it's like, oh, he's got like a different voice. Well, he's also not winking. I think there's the, too much winking. Yeah, the stuff between Pine, Chris Pine, and Chris Hemsworth in Endgame too. I was like, if the, this is un. Oh, Evans, Chris me. Evans. No, like truly, uh, not Chris Pine. Chris uh, Captain uh, Pratt, America. Pratt. Oh, Chris Pratt. Oh, yes. Yeah. The, I think the the first Guardians is so good, but I I really do think I've have had it. I don't think I can watch a third. Yeah, I don't think the I can watch a third. The problem with that second one was in the like how low the stakes were. There was like they're like looking for a battery. Like while well, they're all gonna die, is like yeah. where'd you put the batteries? I don't know where the bat. I was just like, all right, <laughs> we're, we're like fine. yeah. There's yeah. no stakes in this. We're just looking for batteries. It's rough. Come on, man. What hey. is this podcast about? <laughs> uh, Marvel movies. Yeah. How they looked. Those guys look good, though. Yeah, Those they, guys worked out. I mean, though, speaking of the Nolan Batman movies, this is my favorite thing about the um, Tom Hardy um, 
Bane is that during that press junket is is so funny because they were like, how did you? And they always ask these questions. They're like, how did you beef yourself up for these movies? Yeah. And Tom Hardy is the only one in the history of any of these movies to be like steroids. It's <laughs> fucking steroids. Yeah. What yeah. do you think? And then, like fucking all the Chris's are out here like I ate all this fish, and it's like <laughs> fuck you, no. fuck you. You can't get that big that fast and that lean. Without steroids. And I, and the thing is, is like, I ate all this fish. I moved, when I moved to LA, like I did not even realize how like prevalent, especially in the gay community, steroid usage is. And I don't give a shit. I really don't do what you want to your body. Look how you want. And that's great. But I wish that it with that honesty about steroid usage was as prevalent as actual steroid usage because it's just, it does like all these fitness models on Instagram being like, if you eat, this way, and here's my program that I'm selling you. Yeah, we you always can look you this way. Joke, flat tummy tea and all this stuff. It's like, like such bullshit. You're on yeah. Growth hormone. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's well let's go back. Are they? And, are they? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, in the in the gay community of uh, steroid use, are are people openly? Um, using steroids though uh, like I know Instagram you were, wise, uh, people yeah don't. no I'm I'm pretty aware of like most of yeah. my friends who are and we talk about it and like they yeah. compare no, a lot of my friends will come well, like, I mean, people in my ways, community will yeah come. yeah there's safe ways of, ta- of, of yeah. taking it I mean yeah the wellness clinics have Tom, sprung up to where people get like a quote unquote prescription and yeah. Get, yeah. you know get testosterone replacement it seems like Tom Hardy did it right yeah well I mean he looks crazy too I mean that's the other thing crazy. is that I know some Guy, there, there's right ways and wrong ways, and it can like the way you stack it, you know. Yes, can make you. I know one guy. I just swear to God, I see him once every like three to four months, and he looks two to three years older every single time. Oh, okay. no. and it's tragic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's why I'm scared about. I w- maybe he's. Taking, I think about it, but I, I don't know if I could do. Roids. It. Yeah, yeah, I mean, old, old roids. Yeah, I mean, old roids. Or maybe he's taking like he's like uh, the red the red. Uh, which from um, Game of Thrones where he's like, he's taking youth and then now it's getting taken back yeah. from him. Oh, yeah, that can happen. Maybe he's already a Highlander. I mean, shit. I think about it all the time because of my specific goals. But quite frankly, like I have terrible skin and I don't have the ball real estate to give up and to do uh, steroids. I just don't. Like I'm, I like that. I can't like already like whey has fucked me up. Like, you know, and whey so protein? I, can't, I can't imagine like oh adding God. like more testosterone and other shit chemicals to my body wait, already. Wait, give us your background. Where did you grow up and okay. like start working out and all that? Well, okay. I guess like back, back, back. Okay, we'll go, go back, back, back. I grew up outside of Chicago, Got a suburb, of, a southwest suburb of Chicago, Plainfield, Illinois. Speaking of, were we talking about anti-vaxxers? Yes, we were. Jenny McCarthy <laughs> and Melissa McCarthy grew up in my town. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, went to the same high school as both of them. Not at the same time, obviously. I'm very young. Um, yes, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, grew up... Um, um, and I didn't, we weren't like a fitness oriented family okay. at all. Um, not very athletic growing up. Did you watch sport? Did you watch Chicago sports and stuff? Um, I, I was and am to this day a huge basketball fan because okay. oh, you yeah. don't grow up in Chicago in the mid nineties without being Ooh, a huge Bulls fan. Yeah. It's just, and I find everybody loved the Bulls. Yeah. Everybody. 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 And, and here's the thing like Pippen, Horace Grant, basketball Armstrong. is the best sport. Bill Cartwright, Steve Kerr, all the names. All of the names. <laughs> <laughs> in every way, basketball is the best sport. It just like it's the easy, it's the most engaging to watch because something's always happening. Sure, Absolutely. like there's always running, always running back and forth, and it's very easy to understand the rules of basketball. Sure. Like there's like four, yep. you know, there's a, there's <laughs> traveling, <laughs> don't push people, don't you gotta push, get <laughs> don't push you know? anybody. Hey, yeah, you know the rules of basketball, right? Don't push, don't people. push people, don't bite. Wildly, wait, who the fuck? I can't remember who it was. 
Um, but somebody used their shoe to block a shot this oh. year, this se- this past season it happened. And I was truly like, everyone was like, that can't be legal. And then it was. And I was like, this is the, like, there's nothing in the playbook about dogs playing basketball <laughs> of like the you real sh- world. Yeah, like somebody used their literal shoe to block. Uh, yeah. It was amazing. But was yeah. So bad. And they're the wokest. <laughs> They sure. are. Yeah. They are yeah, the yeah. wokest. NBA's got really good optics. Yeah. Just I mean, as like Steve a, Kerr. I yeah, mean, yeah. like he is, I, I hate his team, but I love his politics. Oh, yeah. And it comes off great. Yeah. And they also dress the best. They, yeah. I, I, coming, I think from a, coming like a to fan, a game, you see them get off the bus, you're like, yeah. damn. These guys are legit. Yeah. yeah. Suspenders and, and stuff. And there's so much fun. Like, it's so much fun to follow. There's like drama. It's like a real housewife season every oh, year. Yeah. Really well, and even like the, they got the wildest off season of any yes. sport, like watching the trades and stuff happen. Oh like, man. Crazy. What just happened with the Lakers? I mean, what did they like, give away? Like three first round picks or something? Like yeah. That? Like, yeah, it's insane. But I think it may be good. I don't know. They're going for one. They're, they're trying to get one yeah. championship. They're that's trying to get one. That's all, I mean, that's all they're going to be able to get with that. They're definitely not I playing mean, for the future. No, no. They're just trying to keep the numbers. I mean, well, it's the only way that they can make to, sense of the LeBron sure. well, acquisition. And I actually think this championship is like, is really like points to the fact that you can't win without a good bench. Cause here's yeah. the thing, yeah. like that's what golden war. There was like two, two people on the, on the court who actually were good at playing basketball. <laughs> this, like <laughs> It was so sad. It was crazy. Like, I was so glad to watch this cause I did not want the warriors to win. And I was rooting for the Raptors just by default. Sure. But honestly it wasn't great basketball that we were watching. This nah, I mean, I heard like, I, like there was, it wasn't, it didn't officially happen, but there was talk that my mother-in-law might get called up. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many people were getting hurt. Yeah. She was just like, all right, I'm ready. If I, I got to fucking suit up. Uh, I mean, you everybody know? and anybody that was up there yeah. at that yeah. point was going like, to possibly anybody? play. Yeah. yeah she had um, the warm ups and everything. She's getting ready. But um, yeah, so I didn't. So, so Chicago, watching a little bit of basketball. A, a little bit of basketball. But that was pretty much it. I was like asthmatic um, and not very athletically inclined, physically, uh-huh. like not very coordinated. Did play mm-hmm. basketball my sophomore year of, of high school. And it was a full disaster for me. On the team? On the team. Uh-huh. JV. JV. Okay. Small, small thing. And I like played in like church church leagues okay. um, to all like just like constant, but uh, there was a lot going on. I was like, a fr- like uh, I was bad. I mean, it was just so bad. I would like be put in and literally my coach would be like at a certain point in the season, which is like, just be yourself, <laughs> which is not <laughs> a strategy not, for yeah. basketball. Playing that's at not, all. that's no. not even anytime you're getting that's the, not uh, even coachable. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like he was like, codedly being like, advice? I think he was like, <laughs> I think he really just truly wanted me to like be as gay as possible. So people would foul me. Um, but it was not even a good strategy cause I couldn't like shoot. I would get so Somebody nervous push him. and not like be able to hit the three throws. I scored I three you. points in one season and that was it. Ooh, and it was, that was the JV. That was, that was the JV season for me and it was insane because it was an away game I will never forget this moment for the rest of my life it was an away game um like the there's all the only people in my school that were watching were the varsity team was just like sort of sitting and watching and their cheerleaders and 
like it was like the second quarter and I would always just like receive the ball and then pass it immediately. <laughs> like it. truly wouldn't take a step. Didn't dribble. I don't <laughs> think the entire season yeah. wouldn't even attempt to dribble. Right. Not good at ball. Just handling. because you're scared. Or- yeah. I was nervous and like, yeah. I'm not super well coordinated at the time. I, I'm, I'd probably be amazing if I picked up a basketball today. Honestly. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you knew I, your limitations. I knew at my that limitations. Time. And, but this game, I, I like received the ball and panicked and shot it and it went in and everyone from my school in the stands was, went fucking nuts. Yeah. Everyone really? on my team went nuts. They were like, this is incredible. Cause this was like near the end of the season. So everybody knew what they were working with with me. And the other team, meanwhile, was just like, why are they like, this is <laughs> like, this didn't even bring them us into the lead. Like it was the second quarter. Like, n- like they were truly like, could not fathom why people were freaking out. Oh so my God. You <laughs> had a that- Rudy moment. They yes, at, at exactly. Not a Rudy moment. And not a Rudy yeah. moment. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure they, the other team thought I was like dying. Like I was terminally <laughs> ill or something, and that's why like, somebody's gonna be crying out. about this on YouTube yeah. pretty soon. But my coach would always like be like, "Why are you always so out of breath?" Like literally two minutes into the game, like just like two, like back, down and back, down and back. I'd be like done. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, so well, and the thing is, is my mom's my, my parents smoked uh-huh. growing up, and I was adopted, so they never had to stop and so i was always they would smoke in the house and so i had i've had lung problems my entire goddamn life and so that's been a real struggle for me but yeah i didn't start working out seriously or even attempting to work out until i was in college and even then that was like very like i had no idea what i was doing in high school were you um like i know you said you weren't coordinated but were you doing physical things or did you eat okay or Um, were you uh no and no so we were also like pretty poor growing up Uh which and i like credit to my parents they i never really realized it until i was much older how poor we were which is like they did that's impressive yeah but like it was just like not you know it was a lot of like spaghetti you know it was a lot of like we ate shit on shingle like Twi- like when my dad was laid off for a year, we would eat um, shit on a shingle like twice a week. What is that again? Which is just like white bread that you toast and then um, like a bechamel, like a flour sauce with milk and like cream and salt and butter and then like beef, like a uh, lunch meat that my mom would tear up and That's throw right. into it yeah. and then put that on white toast. And I fucking loved it. It was <laughs> like, yeah. I've heard of it before. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. A, it's like an army food. It's like a military food. It's like it's very right. like carb heavy just to get you through yeah, like yeah, that yeah. meal. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So there wasn't like a lot of like emphasis put on nutrition uh-huh. in my house. Um, I just be, because I don't think they really could afford to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is you know I like I don't it's not I'm not trying to like throw my parents under the bus like they did they sure. really did do the best they could but um there just wasn't a lot of emphasis on it like I didn't really think about it too much and then in college certainly didn't like but uh, college you weren't thinking about nutrition no but you were thinking about working out a little bit yeah because like I finally had access I like we had a gym uh-huh. like that Where'd you could you go to college? You, uh, Millican University downstate Illinois okay um very good theater program. The original voice of the Little Mermaid went there. Oh, um, oh wow! The uh, the singer or the actor? The both, both. Well, because yeah, Did, she, was it the same? Yeah, person? it was the same. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, and then Scarlett Johansson. Have you heard of her? Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, her agent also got to be a fan musical theater for my school. <laughs> um, so and they and they and it is up on the website. Trust me. Um, when when she brought him to the Oscars one year, it was the agent news. is yeah. in your, is it. 
went to your yeah, school. And to be fair to him, he was also, I believe, in the original Broadway cast of Mamma Mia as well. Oh. So like he did do, he worked for a <laughs> while it, before it, he transitioned. But, sure. um, but yeah, there, so it's, 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 my school actually do, is like very, very, like pretty well known in the Broadway <laughs> circuit. But you went to um, college for theater? Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. I wanted to be like a musical theater person. And then I, I did one summer of like professional theater, musical theater, and I was like, this is not for me. I like that you um, called them just musical theater people. Yeah. I wanted to be a musical th- theater person. And yeah. That's I mean, not I, the kind of person. I well, am. and I also just like, wasn't as good. Like, you know, you're a boy in high school and you're like, I'm the, I'm the shit. Yeah. And then you suddenly go to a place where like everyone is good and you are very, you become very aware of like where your talents are. And right. it was, for me, it was not singing and dancing again, not coordinated, physically dyslexic, very <laughs> difficult for me to learn choreo. Um, and that's a big part of it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, the people that do it are so fucking. T- I have like no talent in that. They're so good that they could just like powerfully perform and like break my arm. Yeah, like, yeah. That's yeah, how much yeah. of a fucking shell I am compared to those people that can like really do it. Well, it it was also like the start of like really where my and and I know that this this gets overused a lot and I think but it, this is like an, an actual thing that I um you know has been I I talk about in therapy is was like the start of my body dysmorphia because I would have like these like movement and dance teachers like just say like terrible shit to me about like the way Uh-oh. my coordination yeah. was and like they would like they would be like you're so noodly and then like they told yeah. me that my arms were too long and then which I did subsequently find out from a men's warehouse employee named Danielle that my wingspan <laughs> is slightly longer than my height which is strange and then recently with but that's my like trainer the, that's like the uh, Michael Jordan wings poster yeah from, yeah I love that poster but and then with my trainer I've discovered that my forearms are the the balance of my bicep to forearm is is off. Like my forearms are longer um, than than normal, and my bicep is shorter than really, normal, which is why. And so it's it's why I always feel like I look much skinnier. Like my arms are like my least favorite part of my body by far, and I stroke and I like I get really obsessive it's, over about it. You get, and, it's an internal thing, so this isn't going to help. But I got to say, man, you look buff to me. Yeah. Like you look fit. And, and see, and, and that is crazy because I it. I it is one of those things where I've had to just like accept those sorts of compliments and like believe it and internalize it. And I just have to accept that when I look at myself, I, I always now think I'm like, this is not real because <laughs> like, you have dysmorphia yeah. based on just like it started really like school and school. And then like, honestly, like, um, you know, being gay and like uh, specifically like Asian, there's a lot of like masculinity issues like yes. that are entwined in both of those things that mm-hmm. are like a double layer on top of one another because like I think gay men struggle with it like in general and then like Asian men of any sexual, like, you yeah. know, in society, it is like a different thing for yeah. us because like, you know, the the stereotypes about us are not like we're super hyper-masculine and right. stuff like that. And so like, I think like it's all intertwined with that kind of stuff and that's started in school um and then but i also had no like frame of reference for like how to achieve a body that i wanted i was like running a lot which is for me like especially in the last like couple of years and like learning and now like with my trainer like figured out that like truly cardio is is is, i i don't need to do it you don't need to do it. my my resting metabolic rate like i could eat 18 hundred calories and lay in bed and not move for a single day and eat that much and not gain weight. Um, and right. so like my biggest struggle is eating enough, which is why I bought that big brat bag of chicken into your house. Today. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Like it's it, just a chicken alive it in, is, our, in yeah. the fridge right now. Yeah. <laughs> a working bird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so then college, it was just sort of a mishmash. I also was like, I, it really is hard for me to gain weight. And yet I was so chubby by the time I graduated school because I worked at the Olive Garden. Oh, oh yeah. College and working there will do that to anybody. And, well, and here's the secret. Those breadsticks, 350 calories a stick. A stick? A Ooh. stick. It's just bread. It's just bread and butter. <laughs> Just lots of butter. There's enough br- butter on that piece of bread to make it 350 It's crazy. Because it's not that big of a stick. No, but I would eat 11 of them per shift. And then I would eat another meal on top of that. And then I would go home and drink half a bottle of red wine by myself. Oh, so, Jesus. <laughs> that's college? That's college. That was like senior, junior into senior And then what were you doing? Hey, busy day working at the garden. Hey, you got to go home and unwind. I would go. Oh, well, this was the other People thing. People needed unlimited salad. So you had to run back and forth. Oh, you were yeah. doing suicides. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I but, remember when I would go there, though, I, those breadsticks were so fucking good. I remember as a kid, and I'd be all obsessed with them, and then I would like watch other tables and think, like, they've already gotten two baskets. We're only one. Everybody pull them out, get them on your plate so we can get another basket Let's here. Let's get it moving, yeah. Let's keep, keep it moving. They only let you have three tables at the Olive Garden because you're constantly having to refill salad and breadsticks. <laughs> and it really is not good for... It's like a very frustrating waiting. It's the most... Out of all the waiting jobs they've had, the most like silly and frustrating. Uh, it's yeah, like, you're pretty much you set up to not get tips. Yeah, you can't make money. And yeah. now with the Ziosks, oh, forget <laughs> it. <laughs> now even the machine's taking half yeah. your job. Um, but I was like working three jobs and doing like two plays and like uh, also a full course load. I was a double major, which I didn't end up graduating with a full double. I was three credits shy of a double major. So I graduated with a major in theater and then a minor in English, which should have in my mind is a double major. And so I was like very, very stressed out. Um, and never, and slept maybe four hours. So you, Um, so you put on a little stress LB or like like just kind of like some, and an an impossible, and like it's the biggest, I think hurdle from everybody is making building and working out as like a part of your routine. Cause I would do it for like two weeks. I would go like three times a week and then like you'd have one bad week and you'd be like, well, fuck it. And then like, it's just so lot. discouraging. And so I would just like give up and then I would like have to rebuild it back into my like sort of sense Daily. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weekly routine. Yeah, yeah. So then, so then college happens. You, college happens. You leave the Olive Garden. You leave. Leave that all behind. Move to Chicago. Move to Chicago proper. Move to Chicago proper. Move mm-hmm. to the city. Poor, poorer than I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> Shed all the weight immediately because I simply because cannot afford to eat. <laughs> Never, I mean, just it truly ins- insanely poor. Got a job at the, the uh, at Groupon in Chicago. That okay. was my first early um, day job, and ended up working there for five years. Oh wow! Um, in, in even I kept the job, kept working for them when I moved to New York for okay. the first year as well. So there's like Chicago and New York, um, and they had a lots of like snacks and free food. So that really bolstered me up a Great. little bit. So you stayed um, satiated through snacks. Yeah. Snacking snack. at Groupon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then they, they, the, the, were they based in Chicago? Mm-hmm. That's where oh, they started. Cool. Yeah. I was like one, of, I was like the 122nd employee or something crazy like that. Wow. It was very early days. Wow. It was like when it was like still fun and they were like really into hiring comedians and actors and, um, for their customer service department. Especially. Oh, got it. And, um, I ended up by the time I left Groupon, I was managing three call centers in Virginia and Texas at, as, as, as a 24 year old. Wow. <laughs> um, because I had started there so young and then like, just like was, it's not an, 
hard job. Sure. When you're, you know, when you're able to talk to human person. people too. Yeah. 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 And I'm like a fairly like, or I, I knew how to do a spreadsheet and like, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm just an organized person. And it just ended up, it's like the biggest lie in the world about startups is that it takes uh, like, it's a harder job, the hard, like the higher up you get. Cause it just kept getting easier, the job. And That's I was like, so funny. I, and I kept being like, Oh, like Jeff Bezos does nothing. Yeah. Like, he just does nothing. He it's, just sits there. Yeah. Yes. He makes some like high level decisions and he's the richest man in the world. It's so, what? um, speaking of testosterone replacement therapy, oof. that guy fucking totally transformed. Have you seen side by sides? of No. Him? Oh, ch- check it out. Are they pretty oh, intense? Yeah. It's, have you seen it? Yeah. You and there's, and there, again, it's this like the sleep. It's like, there's no way you got that big and you sleep as little as you claim to sleep. Yeah. Like, no, he's getting fucking 13 hours a night. <laughs> <laughs> 13, 14 hours a night. Yeah. Cheating um, on his old lady. But Groupon had a gym attached to it. Oh, okay. Uh, David Barton gym, which is like sort of like Equinox light. Like it was a precursor Mm -hmm. to Equinox. He's the look good naked guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which I don't think they exist anymore. No, they were in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the New York ones even closed. Yeah, they they definitely did. And then, so I did, I I got a membership there because we got a steep discount. And yeah. That was when I really that was like the beginning, I think, of like a, in a Chicago shitty, still yeah. or in when you in moved Chicago, to New York? in uh-huh. Chicago. So you had a normal schedule. I had a, a nice, yeah, like a ten to six, nine to five sort of um, schedule, and then I was Eating in the snacks. theater. Yeah, and you had access to food, access to food, and you had a convenient place to work out location. Yeah, wise. and I also got a, a pull up bar in my apartment. Oh, okay. that was huge for me. Okay. That was huge for me. Um, and had we, you done pull ups prior to that? No, never. Um, and then I would just sort of like every day I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do like five and then would just like slowly build up. And it's again, because my arms are so long, it's, they're still the most difficult thing for you me. You got a long get. way to go up yeah. to get up there. Yeah. 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 You got long um, arms and short biceps, short biceps, which those, so it's, like those, it pulls. It's, it's mostly forearms, but yeah. those forearms, baby. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I would, that was like the beginning of when I would start, but then I was still, this is the thing, like. I was learning how to like work out. Like I was learning like the basics of like hypertrophy and stuff like that, Uh even back in Chicago. And I was like, sort of knew that like, okay, like, um, now are you just Googling this stuff? Yeah. It was all like bodybuilding.com, like root workout routines that everybody uses. And then, but the thing that didn't like that really changed the reason I like am now looking the way I do is that in the last like two, two or three years, it's the diet stuff. Uh, and that's the the most frustrating. Yeah. Isn't it so frustrating? It's that that's it the truth. Sucks. Everybody knows that that's as the real truth. quick as we're talking. We mentioned it before. There's literally like a herd of thirty it's squirrels. Like, it yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. it's the I most distracting <laughs> I've ever. <laughs> Well, just when you get used to whatever number is out there, literally like uh, like a herd of 15 yeah. will run it by. It is like a comical escalation every yeah. single time <laughs> you look out. It feels like a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> I literally just watched that Rick and Morty episode yesterday about the squirrels that are like truly running everything. And it, this feels very much like it. It, it is crazy. And they're, and they're coming out of everywhere. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> This I mean, is insane. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I've never seen it like this. This before. is are amazing. Are they mating? What are they I don't doing? Know. Some kind of like mating thing happening. I can't tell if they're having fun or they're mad. Yeah. <laughs> they I mean, look playful, the thing but with it's squirrels. But yeah, it's, yes, yeah, with squirrels. It's inherent. It's either anger or playfulness. Yeah. Oh my God. It's one okay. or the other. Jesus Christ. 
You know these credit card bills, you get them every month, you get them no matter if you want to or not, with multiple payments, multiple due dates. Why not make it easier on yourself and just have one payment at a lower rate? Yeah. Look, guys. We have this. Uh, we have this company called Lightstream. Yeah, and that's and with them you can. It's a yeah. credit card consolidation loan from the friends at Lightstream. You can get a rate as low as five point nine five percent APR with AutoPay. Right. So you you take a look at what you're doing, guys. Yeah. What what you're spending. If you have a couple of credit cards out there, you got a little reckless. You started getting into shopping online. Yeah. You know, you like getting those packages coming to your house every day. Love because them it's a packs. little It's a little, like a little surprise. Sure, sure. And maybe you put it on a credit card that had real high interest rate, 40%, yeah, 30%. I mean, the, the average credit card interest rate is over 19% APR. Right. So the Lightstream's got it lower. And if they're lower, why not get on there, yeah. fill out that application. It's very easy. You can apply right from your phone. Yep. And then you can find out, you know, if you get a lower rate and if they can help you guys. And you can get a loan from 5000 to to $100,000 with no fees. Plus, the rate is fixed and it will never go up for the lifetime of the loan. And that's, you know, and, and you can get this rate as low as 5.95% APR with the auto pay. That's what's great about it. They believe that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience and they actually deliver on that. Right. I think people, I, I'm with Lightstream on that. I agree. I got to say, Lightstream, that's not that controversial. No, no. <laughs> but if you do have good credit, like, why not take advantage not? of Light, yes. Lightstream? Because they will get you a credit card consolidation loan um, at, a, at a good rate. You get, you, get yourself a good rate, get, get yourself it. back on track, and get them packages coming back to the house. Yeah. Just don't pay that high interest. Right. And just for our listeners, the Bell Babies, apply now and get a special interest rate discount. The only way that you're going to get that discount is if you go to lightstream.com slash dumbbells. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash dumbbells. This is subject to credit approval. Rates include a 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash dumbbells for more information. I can see better. You certainly can. That's because I have contacts on. But um, I get my contacts from this awesome place called Simple Contacts because they've made it so easy, so convenient for me that I wouldn't get it from any other place. What a time we're living in, man. Yeah. You, did, you, did you have to show up? Did you have to drive somewhere? I didn't have to, to go those? anywhere. I did this all from home. That's how convenient it is. I could renew my contacts um, from my prescription and reorder them from anywhere in minutes. Are we talking about my couch? Yeah. Am I talking about right now as I'm talking to you? Yeah. I can renew them right now because they make it easy. We were at lunch one time and I was looking to get some eye contact from from you on a story you're telling. You're like, give me a second. Boom. You just reordered your contacts I did it right there. there. Yeah. While we're having some poke. Guess what? I love poke. Guess what though? You can get your simple contacts, um, Easy and so fast. And, and the reason you can get it fast is because you can take the self-guided um, vision test that takes less than five minutes, and you can get your contacts after that right away. That's the thing. It's, uh, well, no, it's, this, doesn't, this, this doesn't replace you know, your, um, your, your periodic eye exam from yeah. the optometrist. But no, here's, no. here's where what's really special is like a lot of people will have bad vision. 
They don't want to go to the doctor. They can't get to the doctor to look at the little letters and whatever. Yeah. And so they just do it. They skip on the the contacts. You can do that from the comfort of your you own hand. You can do ham. it on your phone. It's on so, your phone. It's great. It, and the vision ch- test is only 20 bucks, you know, compared to having a whole appointment um, without insurance could be like anywhere from like 200 bucks and up. So right. you don't want to do that. Plus the prices of the contact lenses, which by the way, are the contact lenses you're already using. So they're using name brands, great brands. And yeah, it's um, not, you're not getting some Bobo knockoff, yeah, you're not getting Bobo yellow knock. label generic yeah, stuff. You're, you're not getting, getting the stuff you want. You might get yellow contacts, but that's your choice. And they probably have those. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause I don't have yellow contacts. I wear clear ones. Um, the daily wears. Anyway, you want to look like a wolf, you know, get yeah, the one. I mean, I'm hungry like one, but you know, the, the contact lenses, their prices are unbeatable. And, um, guess yeah, the what? reviews for this company speak for themselves. They have five star reviews. They've yeah. gotten it over 5,000 times on the app store. Check it out. If you don't believe us, you can text the support team and always get to speak with a person. Yeah. There's no automated robot systems. It's great. Talk and, to a human. And you just can renew it from home. I mean, the, the thing is, is how they do it online. You take an online test. You literally just need, you know, your, um, current contacts, an internet connection and 10 feet of space. Right. That's it. You I mean, need, yeah. you know, if you don't have 10 feet of space, then I mean, that's, yeah. that's a different life thing. Yeah. What are you in Papillon? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but you, if you want a special promotion from us and simple contacts, it's easy. Yep. Simple contacts.com slash dumbbells 20, or you enter the promo code dumbbells 20 at checkout and you get a special discount because we think you're special. Yeah. That's 20 bucks off. Yeah. Already off an already good deal. Yeah. So you're saving and you're saving and you're saving and you're saving. So the way that you save again and get $20 off your order is by going to simple contacts.com slash dumbbells 20 or you enter the code dumbbells 20 at checkout okay so then um so you've realized that the hardest thing to realize is how much nutrition is it's crushing because you're like oh i finally like exercising and i can do this but really, it's, I just have to be uncomfortable with food. I couldn't, get- yeah, I couldn't tell. I couldn't figure out. Because, like, the thing is, is, like, beginning grains, when I was in New York and I lived right around the corner from my gym, that mm-hmm. was another sort of, like, uh, step up for me. It was, like, I really started focusing in New York around, like, 2016. Like, right uh-huh. before, and because mm-hmm. um, I lived right around the, uh, my still my favorite gym to this day, Absolute Power Fitness. <laughs> Absolute Power Fitness. Absolute Power Fitness. 30 bucks a month. Um, the world capital of Hasidic men working out in jeans, um, just <laughs> like the, like truly like dirty and old, but yet, um, Eve, there was, they had, they had a GHR machine and the fucking Equinox I go to doesn't have a GHR machine. It's and so weird. Where was this? Where was this gym? Um, it was right off the grand L stop okay. in New York. Yeah. Um, and it was true, like right next to the Chase Bank across the street from McDonald's. Um, and I, boy, oh boy, would I go every day right to McDonald's. And um, <laughs> after, after working after out, after working out, what was your get, order? Um, I usually would get uh, three to four hamburgers. Three to four, just, just straight hamburger. up hamburger. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then sometimes I would go to the store and get a steak and eat. There was like a period in the summer where I was eating a steak every day because I thought I was like, this this surely has to be enough calories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I wasn't really. Are you still having an issue eating enough? 
Yeah, I mean, I blend just a, a lot regular, of my food. Uh-huh. I blend a lot of my food because I just I'm not hungry. You don't like to for eat. It. I don't like to eat. If I could get a pill that would get me all of the like macros and and everything, I would eat it. I would take that for sure. I just like don't care about like not one, even socially. Yeah, like, no, socially, I love to go. I loved and I like I love to go out to dinner with friends and stuff like that. But I am so um, frustrated by tracking everything and like I got um, you. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. like I would rather just have it be done and not worry about it. Right. And it uh, the nice thing is is so I started tracking my f- my calories and macros when I moved here and it was the most eye-opening thing to do it even for just a week to realize like oh, I'm not even close to like what where I need to like I thought I was eating well and enough all the time and then it just you really are like confronted with like, this is so much harder than I thought. So you weren't eating enough for what you wanted. No, not to gain any like size or anything like that. Were you working with a trainer in New York already or were you just kind of doing your own thing? Well, and that's the, I mean, that's the other thing that like no one likes to talk about, but like truly the only reason I look like this is because I have the money to look like this now, you know, like I'm successful enough that I can a like truly food is like, I don't know how I would have eaten enough and well enough the quality of food that I'm eating here in New York with the money that I had because it it just, I don't think it would have been tenable at all. I wouldn't have been, I would have, one thing would have had to go. It would have had to be either like less food and um, better quality or like McDonald's every day, but like shit food. It's challenging. We literally just answered a question about this specifically and it does. Yeah. It it is challenging. It's tough. You have to like, you really, you have to do so much work to, to, Find the right balance, and yeah. it takes a lot of energy to find the workaround. If you if don't have the, f- if yes. you don't have the finances, have the finances. it is right. It's yeah. possible, and that's the right. thing. Sure. Like everyone's like, hey, it's, I figured it out, and you sure. can like. I'm on the Reddit threads all the time, reading it. Like people are like, how do I do it? Because I'm poor, and they're like, go to the store and get these chicken. And it's like, yes, that's that's totally possible, but it's so hard. Yeah. It's so much easier when you're rich. <laughs> like it is everything. You're, you're is. right. Everything is. You're right, and I think it's important that people that do have time and access. You know, we, I mean, privilege is a word that gets thrown around a lot sure. now, but I mean, it, there is, a, there is a level of privilege that you get if yeah. you have, you know, if you have a trainer, trainer, if you have a nutritionist, yeah. if you have access if you have, to that. Yeah. I have a if trainer have a Whole Foods. who's writing me programs that every six weeks so that like, I'm like I'm running through different things and like yeah. getting the different kind of stimuli and like knowing that I'm doing everything with perfect form and like yeah. moving and like someone who's tracking progress for me and I know when to move up weight and I know, you know, all of this stuff. Yeah, sure. troubleshooting plateaus and exactly. all that. Exactly. Yeah, and it's so, like, huge. It's, it's so, it's, you know, and all of this is sh- certainly possible without money and, like, you can focus on it. But I can't imagine working, having, like, a life and try, right. like, it's just, like, emotional and, like, mental energy spent. Like, I Absolutely. don't have to spend anymore because, um, you know, like, in New York, it's like, what a hellish place to live and then try and, like, constantly be thinking about, like, eating and eating well and eating enough and doing this, yeah. that, and the other thing. It's like, who has the time? So, uh, so then, so it really got kicked into gear in like 2016. You yeah. Said, I mean, this here is, in LA. Well, that, this was, is no, that was the workouts in New York. In that 16. was in New York, but that was also when I started flip flopping back and forth oh, between okay, here okay. and New York. Uh-huh. But I mean, this is a little cliche, but, um, two things happened in 2016 that really kickstarted all of this. Here we go. Um, uh, disease in my brain is, um, I got, I went through a really, my first 
like emotionally bad breakup uh-huh. and then immediately came out here for work uh, for the first time. And it was like a three, it was like a, a eight week job out here. And I had just left being dumped in central park and crying Oof. for the, over a boy for the first time in my entire life. And so I got out here and I went truly insane. I was just like, I'm going to look so fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing will stop me. Um, and I went crazy and would work out like every day um, out here. But again, like not doing it super well, not necessarily n- n- was like sort of like, okay, I'm going to do, I was sort of building everything around a main lift, but like not really uh, truly until I met my trainer about a year ago. I did. Okay. There was so much stuff that I was doing wrong that I had no idea for years that I was doing wrong. Um, but were you, uh, as far as doing them though, were you seeing results still? Yeah. yeah. I think though, I mean, I, I think the timing of it all, I think I would have been at this point and really like lost the beginner like gains that you have yeah. even when you do shit wrong, you know? Yeah, 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 and they're yeah. just like, is a wall that you, I probably would have hit by now where I, I wouldn't even realized. Um, yeah. Cause I like looked good in like 2017 and 20, uh, you know, but like it, I think it definitely was slowing and that's why I, I, you know, it sort of coincided with me financially being able to afford a trainer. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, which I actually really, not thinking back now when I started working with him, I really couldn't afford him <laughs> when you <laughs> like, started, but I started, um, yeah. And now, um, he was at Equinox and then he left because he, um, it's not an Equinox person. And also it's really shitty there. Like yeah, it's not set. They don't set up their trainers to make much Equinox taking the majority of what it's they're crazy. Training. I was yeah. paying him $165 per session and he was making 50. Yeah. And, and that's, now, that's a pretty good rip for them too. Yeah. Like they, people there make less. And it's, it, it's, so, it's because they're like, you need to like get as many clients as possible. And yeah. he's like, I had no quality control. Now I work with, out with him at Pharaoh's and here in Echo Park, uh, in LA and I pay him a hundred and he makes 80. And that's and that's a um, is that like a uh, like a boutique a gym? boutique gym for it's, um, them? It's a yes. It's it's not CrossFit, but uh-huh. it's like group. It's mostly group classes where it's like weight training classes and right. stuff like that. Where it's not like it's again not CrossFit, but right. it is like everyone's sort of doing bit, essentially a lot of the same stuff that I do with my trainer, but sort of in a group. So you're not getting like completely individualized attention, but you are sort of like having someone and he coaches people out of that yeah and he coaches people in those group classes and then he meets uh, with me and a couple other people so he's Um, part of so then do you have to pay for the no so i just go and see him there i do not have a membership at that i'm not paying for gym memberships right now um and he the the reason he's only making 80 is because he pays like ten dollars to the gym or something sure. like that, or twenty dollars to the gym, yeah, so that he can work with me there, and then he That's makes great. the rest of it, yeah. Um, and now that the show got picked up, he's gonna make. I told him I was like, "You're getting a raise, baby. If I'm making more money, then you're making more money." <laughs> That's great. Um, That's so cool. But um, yeah, he's been he's been really really. Great. How often do you work with? Him? Um, ideally twice a week, and then the rest. And then how many days are you working out at the gym? Other than um, that? five, five days. Uh, so five days work, a week. Seven Killing days. It. So you're working out seven days a week. Five no. days. No, five. no, no. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Three five days. days total. Two days with him. Three days on my own. Got it. And then, and it, and that can fluctuate because I travel a lot. And you're doing Equinox in the Equinox in um here, and then sort of it's I one of my favorite things about touring is I get to see all these little bobo gyms all over the country, <laughs> and yeah, um, mostly go honestly the most um 
reliable gym that I go to that I search for when I'm in a new city is 24 hour fitness. Yeah. Yep. Cause yeah. they're usually big. They're cheap to go and get a day pass. They're they huge. also don't get like, sometimes when you get a day pass at a gym, they're like, now what are your goals? And yeah, like, how can we sell you? And it's yeah. like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I'm only here for a day. I, yeah. That's all I want. The I 24 hour three fitness. Hours. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, yeah, here. Yeah. 20 yeah. bucks here. Go. Get, hey, you know where the lockers here. are, right? Yeah. yeah. We don't either. Find yeah. them. Yeah. Nothing is, is re racked. Right. Like oh, yeah. all the weights everywhere around the gym, but who cares? It's there. And it's I don't like, need Chris, the fitness manager calling me for the next yeah. 10 years. You're like, dude, I don't live in Kansas no. city, man. It ain't yeah, going to happen. Yeah. Hey, what's up? 24 hour fitness does as if you're traveling is great. It is the, yeah. it is like a, a ch- the chain restaurant. It's like the Chili's of yes. gyms. Cause it's just like, get you in, get you out. And like, yeah. yeah. Just like collect the chain. And a lot of them are, if they're not 24 hours, they usually have law, like a, like they're open early. Yeah. And late, yeah. 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 You know, so you can fit it in and a lot, and a lot of them still are 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. So then your two days are with him. He has you on a specific things to do. And then he has you for the other three days do stay within that. Program. So usually, yeah, within the program right now, the one I'm doing is there's two upper body days and two lower body days. Mm-hmm. And so I'll do two of those days with him and then he'll send me the program. Um, this one's is a little bit more specific cause it change. It actually does change every week. Uh-huh. And, but sometimes like we just finished like German volume training, which was hell. Um, and that was uh, essentially the same week to week. And so I knew what I needed to do every Got week, it. but this one, he's good. He'll send me like a full different workout for the different stuff that we're doing, um, on my own. And then I'll do one beach day on my own, which is just for me to stay sane. Cause I, I like, if I only worked out four days a week, I think it would go a little crazy. Uh-huh. Um, but that is just like fun arms stuff. and abs yeah, and, stuff. Arms, like, yeah, 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 yeah. and I'll, 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 I'll sprint a little bit if I need to. Sure. Um, just kind of get do the, some, yeah, just do the an excuse to want. go. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, and feel like I'm a little bit more active. And this day. is, and this kind of like excitement to go to the gym five days a week or work with this trainer, uh, started, Prior to the year ago that you worked with him, yeah, right. It was well, just- you know what it was is that when I quit my day job, and this industry is crazy, and I'm—I mean, you saw me come in here, um, like you know, I hate being late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a—I'm such a control freak, and there's so I—and I do think part of it is like you know, body image issues and all of that. Like that is certainly a part of it. Although I think that's gotten a lot better in the last like year and a half year, two years with therapy. Um, but, but for me, it's really a control thing. It really, really is. It Mm -hmm. feels like the one quadrant of my life right now that I can't control. Yeah, I know. And it just, so it feels so good. And maybe I'm like supplementing, maybe it's not ultimately healthy to be like, I want to control this so bad because I mean, here's the thing, like I'm very sick right now and I still went because I was like, I need to go. Yeah. Um, and as long, and I will like push through, there've been like maybe three times in the last year and a half I've worked with him where I had to go home early because I was sick, but otherwise I will, I'm sick every six weeks roughly. <laughs> and, uh, I will just like push through it. unless there's blood in what I'm spitting up. I will go to the gym. Um, well, I think, I think, uh, yeah, there's definitely some pathology in there somewhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think that if you have this kind of schedule to where, you know, you have like open days, you're a little bit beholden to other people's decision-making. It is nice when you can schedule something for yourself and stick to it. Cause yeah. otherwise you're just like, what the fuck am I? I'm just wandering around. Like what even is my day? Yeah. For you sure. know? So like scheduling workouts, accomplishing the workout and being done. It's like, well, I put, you know, I'm invested in myself. I put time in, 
I sharpened my instrument, yeah. however you want to look at it, you know. Sharpened my instrument <laughs> is probably the way that we all look at it. <laughs> that was out there for the, yeah, yeah. the poetry people. That was out there people. for nobody. Hey, exactly. you hear that, poetry people? Jeez, That's for you. Sharpened my instrument. <laughs> so, um, so where are you as far as goals right now? Um, I mean, it's always a, so this is the other thing is that I never do a full, um, and that's the, this is the struggle of LA, babe, is that there's no <laughs> real winter. And, um, yeah. so I'm never, I'm always doing, uh, I never do like a full, full bulk or a full, full cut. I'm mm-hmm. always sort of like my thing, like I'm also intermittent, I intermittent fast most yeah. of the time too. So I'm also trying to eat 3,100 calories within a seven to eight hour window, which that's is wild. Dude. Um, 3,100 calories. Mm-hmm. Cause you're trying to put some weight on. And that's about, that's about, um, a quarter of a pound or half a pound a week. Um, or give or take. And that never happens for me. Yeah. I'll never, I, like I've gained, um, since I started working with him, well, since I also like weirdly lost a lot of weight cause I had a stomach issue in 2017. If you look at my second Conan set to, and compared to my Corden set that I just did in January, it is nuts. Cause I weighed 143 maybe in the second, uh, Conan set. And uh-huh. now I weigh hovering just under 160. Wow. Um, and that's like, it's about a year and a half difference. So um, you put on 20 pounds. No, more like fifteen, probably 15 like fifteen uh-huh. pounds in in like a good, year and a half. Sorry, good try though, Eugene. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I had a question mark at the end of when I said it. <laughs> you took and a shot at some simple math, and but yeah. I try not to. Like my thing is, I'm much more concerned about composition than I am about weight. Yes, so good. I don't Great. really, I don't really like weigh myself too often or care. Like sometimes if I if I'm at the gym and I haven't eaten and I yet to, in that day and I know it's roughly the same time I will weigh myself and like think about it yeah but it doesn't like it I'm not like super focused on like I want to gain a pound every day like I'm more concerned about body fat percentage and like they have the the body scans at sure. the gyms where that'll tell you all the yeah 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 all the you know the specifics of like how much your skeletal muscle mass yeah. is and like what how much of it is water and blah sure. blah blah yeah. and your, your yeah. real bone body dens- fat yeah. bone density and stuff yeah yeah, um, whether or not you're a liar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that like the way, the the weight of the gym like today I I really had to stop myself cuz I I had a really bad eating weekend cuz this is the other thing about traveling and touring is that I it's so hard to eat. Yeah, I don't well. know how you do it, man. That's um, that's brutal. It's so much like I'll buy like truly three lunchables at the airport and eat <laughs> three like just house three lunchables on a, a 6-hour flight to New York and then like dash to like, like I will eat like shit just to get calories. Cause he ate my trainer even says, he's like, I would prefer you eat like shit and can, and, and think about like a caloric goal rather than, and throw everything out the window. That's or good. It's a small the population thing. of people where bad calories are better than no calories. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I'm very, I know that it's like a champagne problem. I know that there are but so many it, people listening to that. Like, Oh, it's hard for you to gain weight. It is. Big it's words, real. But, it's come up on the show. It, yeah. It's a legit thing. I mean, yeah. that's, yeah. you know, it's small population and you've acknowledged it, but I mean, it does, you know, it comes it up. So yeah. it's your yeah. issue, you know, you got to deal with um, it. And, and again, hitting the like roughly 160 grams of protein is like, that's like there's the goals shift. Like when I know that there's a day where I just won't hit it, I'm just like, okay, let's just like do the protein and like hope and hopefully get like somewhere over maintenance in the calorie range. Yeah. And then 
and try and be satisfied with that. But this weekend was really, really bad. Like I was, I got really sick, um, on, on Friday and Saturday I was like very ill and like I, when I'm sick, I don't really want to eat. Sure. And so I looked at the scale and I may or may not have lost one pound (laughs) in this weekend alone. And it was just like, yeah, it's a hard fought pound that you had. It's tough to lose that. So, but I was like the, so I was like, but I was like, I just can't think about it. Right. I was like, I'm just not going to focus on it. I know mm-hmm. that this is fine. And like, I, I know my bigger thing is like with the trainer, especially it's nice. Cause I know that I'm like getting stronger and I know that like, right. I'm always trying to like focus on that sort of like yeah. movement rather than like wh- how much I weigh or even how much I look sometimes. Cause I just can't trust it sometimes. Right. Cause it's all like light. And that's the other thing is that like, I've really in the last year, like and a half I'm like, you can't outsource your self-confidence to social media. You just can't do oh, it. And like it, and I know that's like, it's so like everyone knows this, but like for me, like I've just stopped trying. I, I don't post as many like uh, erroneous, like shirtless selfie. Like there's still stuff on my feed that is that, but like I, I just, I try not to do it when I'm feeling bad because I can't. Right be I can't you can't lean on like the sure. positive reinforcement that you get from social media to always feel good because then it's just a cycle yeah. that like, whatever yeah. you're lacking it ain't gonna provide for yeah you. right it's just not I think one or two I like sometimes I'm like yeah I, I will post this yeah but I try to do it in moderation because I just don't want to again like lean on it too much but the difference between both uh stand-up sets uh you noticed the big difference of that. Oh, I, I mean, my neck looks like five feet long, like thicker than, yeah. than it did in the other one. And it's like, a, it was, I was very, I looked emaciated in the second, oh, wow. set, which is wild. Um, That's crazy. But it was, but I was, again, I was like having this weird, I, I've had two weird stomach things where like I wasn't absorbing nutrients at that point and the doctors couldn't figure out why. And then it just sort of went away on its own. Um, and then this, when I, right before I started working with my trainer, I had this like one month, like six week period where I couldn't, I physically couldn't eat. And they think it was like something to do with my like acid reflux, but I was regurgitating all of the food that I would eat. And so I literally couldn't eat anything. I couldn't keep anything down. And so that's when I started um, blending food. And that's what I, like now I'll go to, I, when I'm in LA, I eat the same meals pretty much every single day Mm -hmm. just cause now I don't even really have to track. Cause the nice thing about tracking for like a month if you use my fitness pal is you get a sense of like how much like I'm now pretty good at intuiting like how much especially the days of the meals that you normally know you're going to have. Yeah, sure. You're totally right. And you mentioned before, uh, not wanting to have to, you know, be micromanage your food so much and how exhausting that is. And Eugene and I have talked about it on the show, like taking advantage of these, my fitness pal app for one, is uh, is good because you don't. It's not a forever thing. Yeah. Right. Do it for a while; it'll be in your bones, yeah. and then you kind of know. Yeah. And then every once in a while, you re audit to kind of see where you're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See if you've yeah. But I think for some people that have plateaued for your in your instance where you weren't putting the weight on, and for other people where they're not maybe not losing it, there is a lot of benefit to just hey, take a good look under the sure. hood and see exactly yeah. what's going on. Take advantage of the new technology, and then you know. And then you can kind of trust yeah. yourself because you might that. be taking in too many calories for your metabolism not being that fast, or you might be not taking in enough calories if you have a faster metabolism. There's some breakdown, whatever it is. 
you know, you, it takes for whatever reason, recording it and seeing it in front of you to yeah. know, you know, cause it's you're like, so oh. annoying. It is. It it's, is. It, Cause you, you really feel like you should just have to do one or the other. I know. I know. I know. I know. And not have to do both. And there are some people who, who can really like, I just, that's the other thing that I've really had to like think about a lot is that like genetics is also the third thing the third like phantom in the back of all of this is that it is just easier for some people sure and like and people's bodies want to some people's bodies want to look a certain way my body does not want to i my i didn't my body does not want to have an ass at all it does not (laughs) it does not want to have an ass it doesn't and it is so hard fought that like the little ass that I have is like truly like has been <laughs> such an uphill battle, a war, a war with my body. I said, I will have an ass. I will. And it doesn't want to exist, but I have, I've like through sheer force of will made myself an ass and You've made your, your ass. Yeah. Happen. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you, get, you have to will yourself an yeah. ass to happen. Yeah. It's the secret. It is the secret. Yeah. You put Tough. that out in the universe. But it, Yeah. I mean, whatever everybody's different goals are and focuses are, it, it's crazy the amount of work it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, it's, and that you have to focus on not only. It's physical and it's gym, mental. The huge it's, mental. It's a mental game yeah. and it's about new fucking nutrition. Nutrition. For everybody. Uh, yeah. Um, that's, that's what. So 31, I mean, just the idea of 3,100 calories lot. that you have to eat. Mm. What are some high calorie tricks that you've um, come well, up with? Well, I eat Chipotle every day. I eat Chipotle and or Tender Greens every single day. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and everyone listening is familiar with Chipotle. Tender Greens is more like it's like chick grilled chicken and vegetables sure, and yeah. whatever. It's like sort of like a, a chain but farm to table, like supposedly. But yeah. um, Chipotle, I get a, a Chipotle. Um, depending on if I need the calories, I will get sometimes a burrito because that flap is three hundred calories and a lot of carbs. The flap, the flap is <laughs> is uh, is a lot. But mostly, I'll get a chicken bowl, double chicken, uh, white rice, black beans, um, pico, sour cream, cheese, and guac. Um, and that can roughly, but, and if I get a burrito, that can be between like 1,700 and 2,000 calories. Oh right. Um, and here's the thing is that people are always like, but the sodium, but the sodium, it doesn't. I, yeah. I, like, I, I, I remember I like tweeted that out so, at somebody and they're like, but the sodium. And like, it's like, yeah, I'm not old and I don't have heart problems. So I don't give a shit about the fucking sodium You're right. right now. If you have um, blood pressure issues. It yeah, can be a problem, it can be but a if problem. you don't, it's not going to do anything to you. Yeah. Um, and so I like to clear, this is the other thing that I, my, my trainer is really frustrated with me about. He's like, you have to spread out the protein. Cause I will like house a protein shake and then do the Chipotle thing. And I'll be like, look, I got 120 cal- uh, pro- grams of protein right in the first meal of the day. And he's like, can you just try and spread that out a yeah. little bit? But for me, it's such a chore that I'm like, if I can just get this done. Sure. I'm like so happy. Are you just are you doing intermittent fasting just for gut rest? Um, that um, I feel mentally better when I do it. Yeah. I'm also not a bre- I've never been a breakfast person, sure. so it's sort of easier for me. Yeah. This and like there will be periods where I'll do a more um, like concentrated like le- where I'll want to lean out a little bit. Like yeah. when especially when we were doing like five three one and it was like mostly strength gains and stuff like that. I and it wasn't like. A lot of the hypertrophy stuff we do is a little bit more like um, conditioning too. So sure. like I'm getting like I'm burning more calories. But with the strength stuff, it's like you're lifting heavy for like very few reps and then just resting for a lot of it. So I wasn't burning as many calories in the gym, and so I was like, okay, I'll do intermittent fasting to sort of use. Because the thing is, is like I for a while with him was 
gaining muscle mass but losing body fat. And mm. I attribute that to the intermittent fasting. Who knows? Again, so much of it is suspect bro science. Sure. We've all done the, the, the disclaimer there. Um, and so sometimes I'll, I'll pull back on it. And sometimes it's the first thing to go out the window when I'm traveling. Yeah. It's like if I if I'm it's not It's just too hard. Yeah, I mean yeah. we we're, we're I think all all of us are intermittent fasting. So it's just like right. we yeah. none of us eat breakfast. If I cuz the thing is is like looking at like a travel day I'm like if I'm at the airport at 6am and I know that this is the only time that I'm going to be able to grab like a, a McDonald's breakfast sandwich and like get some calories in and then the next time I eat is not going to be until 4pm when I land like it's just I I you have to do it. Yeah. Um, You're right. But um but yeah, it's mostly like when I'm like, I want to lean out a little bit and then I'll, I'll think about it a little bit more. But for the most part, it is just like a lifestyle ish thing. Like yes. sometimes it's just 12 hours yeah. and like even 12 hours, I, I appreciate it. I just like mostly it's just skipping breakfast and not eating late into the, the other, the, the two, the big thing for me is not eating late at night. Yeah. And that is like with this job is really hard to do sometimes. Yeah, but it's absolutely. Like I sleep better and like I do have acid reflux. So it's like a lot, it's just better for me not heavy. to do yeah. it. Gut like, rest. Yeah. Early. Yeah. 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 It's a, you get a lot of health benefits from it outside of, you know, the leanness and all that sure. stuff. The promised leanness, you know, depending on, but each individual is different. Yeah. But yeah, some people do really well on it. You mentioned from a performance standpoint and energy and mental clarity and mental stuff. clarity stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I always, no matter what, will work out fasted. Yes. And that um, that was like hard, maybe for like one week. But like, I get a little pre workout and then do it. I feel like better doing yeah. it that way. Now. I I'm the same, but I do have. I do understand that some people just straight up cannot yeah. do it. Yeah. You've had people we've recommended it to, and it's just like not a good fit at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everybody's different, you know. There's people all, also who love breakfast and then like let it. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucked up. I, I don't see with I'm, milk. That's what I'm saying. I'm not friends with these people, yeah. but I hear no. there's people out there, a small yeah. percentage. We like to damage their personal property. Yeah. Their homes and stuff, throw a brick through the window. Um, a brick of uh, Eggo waffles. Yeah, a brick of Eggo waffles yeah, usually. Eat or this, like the, motherfucker. The brick of like the frozen hash browns. Yeah. Shit yeah. like that. <laughs> Those are good. Yeah. My son calls them cash browns. <laughs> cash browns? Yeah. Oh, that's good to hope. Can I have a cash brown? Yeah. It's like, eh, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Figure out the word, you animal. Um, well, uh, we need to have you back on after, yeah. you, after you've kipped, you know, yeah, we got to check goals. in with yeah. the the weight gain pursuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. And uh, and then you you're going to be shooting a show. Yes. Oh, yeah. So we'll have to find out how that's going. Tell us about the show yeah. real quick. Uh, yeah, it's you- uh, NBC. Sunny Side is the name of the, the show. Peacock, baby. Um, it'll be airing um, right after the Good Place. Ooh. So um, you might be able to see nice, Eugene and nice then me. Lead in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, 9.30, we just got a premiere date. It's uh, September 26th, Thursday nice. nights, 9.30 p.m. You can watch it. And it is, um, it's about Sunnyside Queens uh, shooting right. Universal Lot for Queens. Ah, the, the famous uh, <laughs> stand-in for Queens. Yeah. People are going to be furious. Already they are mad that we're not shooting in New York. Sure. Um, one day when we were shooting the pilot, I got lost and accidentally drove into where they were building the Jurassic World. Um oh. <laughs> amusement park and it was it felt very Jurassic World because they were like you gotta get out of here no wrong way get out of here get out of here there's like a giant dinosaur behind them. and I was like I truly did feel like the urgency of like oh my god I could get you know yeah. destroyed by a dinosaur oh, Dominus Rex that's fucking um, awesome yeah. but yeah it's cool um 
I, yeah, I will, we'll see. I mean, that's, that's the other thing is like acting is the easiest job in the whole fucking world. And yeah. anyone who tells you differently is a liar. You just, <laughs> it's 90% sitting and, um, 5% visiting the craft service table to snack and graze for 14 hours. Yeah. Um, it's dangerous. Um, it's a lot. cause um, just like, and they have seaweed snacks, which is really great. Cause those are like truly just eating nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. Like, that's just air on air. Noshing yeah, yeah. on air. Air, like yeah, salty Listerine strips. <laughs> um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. It is also wild because I'm not used to like it's it's a big jump for me from doing like very little like streaming things and then doing and stand up to doing a, a giant network, network, network show, show because they were like, "Do you want any food? What can we get you?" And I was like, "Well, what do you have?" And they're like, "We can pretty much figure it out and get you anything." And I was yeah. like, "What?" You're like, "Dude, I need 31 calories <laughs> and 160 grams of protein like, in 10 minutes. Bring me a chicken. <laughs> yeah. Bring me a full chicken." <laughs> That's. That, well, that's, they'll do it. You know, that's the that's the biggest adjustment in the last two years. I hate chicken. I hate it. Oh, really? I hate and you're just taking chicken. it in. And I will. That's why I honestly will just like microwave three chicken breasts, throw them in a blender, <laughs> eat <laughs> throw half. Whoa, in a dude. blender. That's yeah. hardcore. Well, that's what I do in my tender green meals now because I don't like eating it anymore. So I'll just put the chicken <laughs> and the salad and either the mashed potatoes or the veggies that I get and just blend it all up. And then, boom, 90 seconds, I've eaten an and entire you just, meal. you'll drink it? Yeah. It tastes like soup. Wow. Rock and roll. That's impressive. That's a secret. I mean, that's yeah. the only way I can eat enough. Wow. Because Feel I just good. get full so fast. And then I'm just like, I got to. I eat enough. I have to. People have to stop me from eating. Yeah, me too. I'm saying that's crazy, uh, but that's awesome. But uh, um, yeah, well, yeah, so throw out your social media. Uh, I hate Joel Kim <laughs> on all on all. On I got all there. Platforms. I got, got there. I got there before they could. You got know, there whoever early. they is, whoever they is. <laughs> I got there before and they, they could. Is gonna be out there, especially now that he's network showing. Oh, that's. It. I mean, that's yeah. the crazy. That's like that's the thing that I'm most nervous about is how damaging. <laughs> No, it's going to be, well, no, cause already there are people like there was like, I, I did a podcast where I talked about some of this stuff and mm-hmm. then the gay blogs picked it up and they were like, cause I had said something like jokingly as a lead into talking about body image and self-conscious issues. And I was like, yeah, like, listen, I know I'm hot and like all of that. And it's great. And all of the headlines that these like blogs picked up were comedian Joel Kim Booster quote knows he's hot. Oh, and so fuck. that just got all. And then they linked to all of to my in, like specific Instagram posts from like e- some recent and some from truly 2015 and people were just like going to my Instagram and being like, Hey, like I got butterface like for a week on end. I also got people like dissecting my body in a Uh, way that were like, well, you have no like this, that, or the other thing and confirming things that I already am self-conscious about and and, like bringing in new things to the table. And so I'm like, well, this is only going to get worse. And that's why I have to like really like, keep a hold of my brain. Yeah. Cause I absolutely. know it's just, and you will, be, and you it'll will. be great and yeah. you'll have fun. September 26th. Yeah. You said mm-hmm. Thursday nights, NBC, Sunny side, the you're going to watch it. It's going to be great. Just tweet Instagram. Love to, to Joel. <laughs> yeah. Keep him positive. You monsters. Keep him positive. And we'll have him back on to keep him positive here. Yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah. Uh, cool. If you want to find us, we are at the dumbbells across all social media. If you want to email us to brag, about where you are, or if you have a question about health and fitness, you can do so at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero and our wonderful guest today, Joel Kim Booster, JKB, we would like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty clean. and Live In Between. That was a HeadGum Podcast.